Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. I am your host, Shola. Thank you for joining me. Um, I would like to appreciate everyone who has been with me on this journey. And particularly, um, yeah, I think over the past few weeks and days, you will notice that my musings have become even longer. And, you know, in spite of that, I mean, the audience, you're still very much there. And I think for me, it's very heartening to know that even with all that is going on, or especially with all that is going on, that there are many of us, I think, all over, you know, the world who are actively seeking and searching and, you know, just want to get, you know, spend time and are willing to spend the time, you know, even in the presence of God, either reflecting with, you know, with the word and, and, and that sort of thing. And I would like to encourage everyone to continue, you know, the, 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 the search and the seeking because the Bible says, God says, draw, draw now unto me and I will draw now unto, draw, draw now unto God and he will draw now unto you. And Jesus always says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And we have to come. I think that's the most important thing. We have to come, you know. We also have to ask. We have to seek. We have to knock, you know. At the end of the day, God says, you know, you know, he has sent his son. He's given everything. But we have to come. He will never force himself upon anyone. So for all of us that are on the ongoing journey of seek, of seek, seeking of searching and drawing nearer to god may the lord may we find him you know in places where he is may we may we may we continue to knock may the doors that we are knocking on may they be open to us you know to the glory of god and may we receive all that we're asking of him to his eternal praise and glory in the name of jesus and may the hunger and thirst for righteousness never cease in our lives and may we be filled may we continue to drink from the fountains of life may rivers of living water continue to flow out of our bellies and may we continue to discover more things and receive more grace and mercy of him all to his glory in the name of jesus amen so today we are going to be musing on the secrets of the kingdom and you will notice yesterday we talked about the parable of the tares and before that i think there was also one that sort of led into that i can't recall the title as of now but we're very much in that space where we're really focusing on god and you know the things that we know through him the things that are revealed and i think that's the spirit with which i woke up this morning as well and um, we're talking about the secrets of the kingdom and so I um, we're interrogating into scriptures that talk about you know what the secrets of the kingdom are or, or rather just the fact that there are secrets of the kingdom a little bit about what they are and how God just generally operates in that space as well and I, I, anyways let me not preempt like I always try to do these scripture readings and um, yeah so we're talking about secrets of the kingdom and let's see what the Bible has to say about that thank you line scripture is Matthew 13 11 and this is Jesus speaking and he answered and said to them to you it is given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven but to them it is not it has not been given and this was him he was I think it was after he had given one of his parables and the disciples kept on wondering why are you always speaking in parables why don't you speak plainly and he said to them that look you need to understand that it is given unto you to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven 
but to others it is not given so to them i will give them parables so that they can remain confused but to those of you who it is given to know the secrets of the kingdom i will call you aside after the parable and i will give explanations and this is the same matthew 13 that we read yesterday which was around the parable of the child so he there were about i think he, he spoke about two or three parables in them and in each one after just throwing the parable to the multitudes mixed multitude he will then go aside and explain to the disciples what the meaning of the parables were and in all cases all of the parables the explanation was very clear so there is no there's there's no opportunity to misinterpret and if you have not listened to the parable of the tares or the tares amongst the wheat which we um, mused on yesterday i would encourage that you please um, listen to that because i think it's a very important one for everyone every child of god in the kingdom to at least spend some time reflecting on and it very much is is in this space of you know um um, secrets of the kingdom i would say those sort of mysteries that it's only god that knows and he understands but he reveals them you know as time and opportunity according to his purpose uh, he reveals them to his children so let's get into the scriptures not too many but then we need to just you know get things moving so daniel 2 28 says but there is a god in heaven who reveals mysteries and this was daniel when the king nebuchadnezzar had had some night visions things had happened strange things he didn't understand what was going on he had called all his um, wise men and all his you know conjurers and all that and they had no clue what was going on and then somebody said there's one daniel who the children from the children of the captivity of israel you know in whose spirits you know that the spirit of god dwells in him because they could tell that you know daniel and that's the thing when you have an excellent spirit and again this is where you know we as christians we should not deceive ourselves if you are a christian and you are somewhere and people cannot attribute a virtue to you you know it's either a virtue I mean, cannot attribute a virtue to me. Shola, there is no, they cannot see either anointing or they cannot see virtue, they cannot see fruits of the spirit, they cannot see. There is something very, very wrong. So, Daniel, even as a slave, as a, as a child of the captivity in Babylon, in a place where the, the idol worship was to the highest of the heavens, I'm not to the highest of the heavens, sorry, I mean, it, it, it was, in fact, that was all they knew. The same Nebuchadnezzar that built a golden idol for the whole um, nation to bow down to. And he was very strong, deep in occultic practices. That same environment, people looked at him and said, Ah, this one, uh, the Spirit of God is in him. So even in the midst of, of course, in the midst of, in the midst of darkness, with, with great, um, um, how would I say, darkness and things going on around, the testimony they they told the king and then the king came to look for him and of course god gave revealed to daniel what was actually going on and then daniel did say there is a god in heaven who reveals mysteries unto or, or, or who reveals mysteries and he said yes that that same god has revealed to me O king nebuchadnezzar you know whatever it, the, what the mystery of what the visions that you have seen joseph also had a similar um, anointing if you remember that but I, I didn't even read that one um, that's a part of the scriptures we're going to be reading but God there's a God in heaven who reveals mysteries that's the thing there are mysteries that is only God in heaven that can reveal I think it's the point of where we're going and we talked about the secrets of the kingdom Jesus referred to the secrets of the kingdom so there are secrets of the kingdom I think is where I think this musing is taking me to and you know and I think that's it I think it's important for me and for us to remember that there are secrets of the kingdom and it is the person that seeks to know it that will know that will find it but God actually desires to reveal it to his children but it is those children of course that are positioned to hear it 
that will receive it. So Amos 3 verse 7, and we have scriptures from both Old and New Testament so that we can see that this is something God has been doing from the beginning of time ever since he created man. There are secrets of the kingdom and God reveals it to them that he will. But in all cases, there are people that are close to him, not people that are far. So you cannot be far and God will reveal mystery to you. <laughs> there must be a closeness of relationship before God reveals. So Amos 3 verse 7 says, For the Lord God does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets, again. So these are his servants, and then he qualifies the prophet. So for one to be, he's talking about the prophets that are serving him, not the ones that are serving something else. So let's be clear, because some people try to say, you know, they are prophets because they call themselves prophets. No, this is talking about God revealing a secret to his servants. Then he qualifies it as the prophets. But first of all, they are the people that are serving God. So God reveals to his servants. So very good. So, and he says, God will never do anything without revealing. So before God does things, ah, man, he's a very faithful God. And very respectful of relationship too. And I think there's something that we all need to learn about that, you know. You know, which is, ah, he's, he's a very, very respectful. The same thing happened with Abraham. Before before he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, he called Abraham and took, this is what I'm planning to do. Let's not catch you on our ways. And I know that with nations too, if whenever God has people in nations who are intercessors and people who have a heart for God and have, you know, stood in the gap for their nations, God will not do anything in that nation, even in that family or in that community, without consulting those people or letting them know that this is what they are going, I'm going to do. He's very faithful to relationships. And yeah, he's not a backstabber at all. God doesn't backstab. He's very faithful. So Second Corinthians 2 to um, 2 verse 10. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. So this is Paul telling the um, the, the church in Corinth. And he was talking about the, you know, the revelations of Christ. You know, there's another verse where he talks about the hidden wisdom of God. Where he talks about what God wrought in Christ and how the princes of the world, the princes of the kingdom of darkness, did not understand that somehow God was going to use a lowly man, Jesus, the son of a carpenter, born in a manger of a virgin birth, to wrote about the greatest redemption of all humanity, making man, sinful man, who had fallen prey to the enemy and to darkness, giving them the divine ability to live on earth as sons of God, with the power of God reigning in their veins, with a divine and direct connection to heaven, receiving the spirit of the Most High God, carrying in them the power of the highest, even while walking in mortal bodies. They never understood that that was something that God was even able to do, which is why they foolishly went ahead with the pan and crucified Jesus. But the mystery, the secret of that, God revealed even unto his saints. So that is the awesomeness of God. And that's what we're talking about today, the secrets of the kingdom. And it's important for me, I think about it, like I always like to personalize this music because these musings are mine and, you know, and anyone else that God is you know, leading on this same journey as well, because I believe that God is speaking to His children with one voice, one spirit, one heart. We may, it may be happening in different locations, but we are all connected to that one spirit. So, you know, for you to be listening, I believe that you know there's some resonation. There's some you know, some things are resonating somewhere. But if I want to personalize this, I I want to be a friend of God. I am a child of God. Like every child, you want to know what's happening in the life of the Father. There are things that, anything that is important to the household, to the kingdom, you want to know. And that's where I'm at. So if there are secrets of the kingdom and there are mysteries that are important for me to know so that I can walk right while I'm on this earth, I want to know. I need to position myself with God to know that, God, you can trust me with these secrets. You can trust me with these, um, with these mysteries because I will walk in it and I will use it for your glory. Colossians 1.28 says, the mystery hidden for ages and generations, but now revealed to his saints. The same thing, the mystery of Christ 
which through, which is working out through the kingdom. And that mystery is still unfolding because Romans 8 talks about the manifestation of the sons of God. The whole earth, creature, um, creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That mystery is still unfolding. It will unfold even until when Jesus, the second coming of Christ, it will unfold until the reign of the millennium in 1,000 years, the 1,000 years reign of Christ. It will, it will continue to un, unravel, unveil when um, eventually the one angel comes out from heaven binds um, the devil puts him bottomless pit for 1000 years and when the final judgment of the lake of fire happens and the second death happens all this is in revelations which i never muse on for obvious reasons in these musings but then if, if you are so um, inclined please buy go ahead and read all of those things they are very much in scripture you can read the dick's bible strong's concordance all those things explain it very well um dick's um, explains it very well but this is the history bible says it was hidden for ages but god is revealing it and yes it revealed it because uh, see daniel just brought it out um john too re- revealed so much in the island of patmos that whole thing a lot of it some has happened a lot of it has not happened that mystery that even the princes of this world they didn't know they know that they are be- they are reserved unto judgment they don't know how that judgment is going to play out um the the God revealed it in Revelation through, through John. But even reading that revelation, if God does not give you the spirit of revelation again, you will not even understand what that revelation is saying. And that is what we call the secrets of the kingdom. God, even his word. And that's why when you find that again, and I'm linking this to the the so to, to the parable of the tears we did yesterday. So if you are listening to this secrets of the kingdom and you have not read the parable of the tears, please go and listen to it after because I think it all tallies in. Because what I find is that God has hidden the the secrets of the kingdom are such that if you are not in the kingdom really, you cannot engage on those secrets. Because I have also seen many people who, the kind of people that are called tares in the parable of the tares, try to preach this gospel of peace. It comes out so convoluted. You'll be wondering, ah, why is this guy turning this thing upside down like this? You will not, you know, it, it never makes sense. It doesn't, you'll be wondering. Eventually, you will understand why there's a misuse of the scripture. Or, you know, you just understand. Or a miscommunication. I can't even explain it. And it will be a consistent miscommunication, a consistent misuse. I'm not talking of somebody just going off on one day. They will be off perpetually. Perpetually. As in, and you know the Bible says a little level left the whole nub. Yes, so a little level, no matter how much they read it, they don't understand it because the spirit of the letter is not in them. And that is where God is greater than everybody. Because it says the word is alive and is powerful. So there's a spirit in the word of God. You don't just take the word and be reading it and try to explain it. No, you have to, I have to have interacted with the spirit of the letter. And there's a scripture that talks about that. I didn't search it for this one. But I, I, I mean, I've, that, I think we can all go and do that research on it by ourselves. Maybe that will be the subject of another musing. Because really, I think it's important for us to understand the spirit of the letter. Because a lot of, you know, anyway, yeah, let's leave that for another day. So, the secrets of the kingdom, God reveals it to his servants, the saints, and to all those who are in a relationship with him. And that is how God is able to put his stamp, his seal of approval on the children who are the good seed and that is also how the tares are exposed because the bible says by their fruits you shall know them and the fruits come often by what they say and what they do so when they are preaching the word of god in a way that is completely inconsistent to the spirit of the letter you will know that they are not of him so proverbs 25 verse 2 says it is the glory of god to conceal things but the glory of kings is to search it, search things out
So Proverbs 25 to says, The glory of God to conceal things, but the glory of kings is to search it out. So again, God hides things. There are things that God conceals for very good reason. Because he's the monarch of the universe. He's the Alpha and Omega. First of all, he's not revealed. For information is on a need-to-know basis. If you don't need to know, you will not know. Clearly. And God gives information to people that he trusts. He reveals his mysteries to people that he trusts. He reveals them to people that, you know, that he has a relationship with. So Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, The secret things belong to the Lord, our God. But the things that are revealed belong to us and our children forever, that we may do all the works of his words of this law. So again, this is the purpose why God hides some things from seven people like Jesus did when he was preaching and he reveals it to other because he's not going to cast his pearls before swine he will not share his word with people that he knows are going to trample it under feet or use it to manipulate other people but for the people that he knows that they are going to receive the word to do it he will reveal everything to them and i have found this to be very true in my life those things i don't understand the more i continue to seek and search god will gradually progressively bring me to a place whereby i can begin to understand and engage with those truths sometimes it takes days sometimes weeks sometimes months sometimes years but eventually he's able to bring those insights to bear because again before i myself can even begin to understand what he's saying i too need to grow in my knowledge of him and the ephesians prayer ephesians 1 i think that's a good prayer what they have to do is series on ephesians that ephesians 1 prayer where it says pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him honestly that line alone is a necessary prerequisite to be able to walk with god and understand and access relate with him concerning the secrets of the kingdom we need that spirit of wisdom and revelation i need it as well and it's not something that oh once you have that means you know all of the mysteries no it's just something that opens a door to a new journey of beginning to walk with god in a way that he can begin to progressively reveal mysteries and secrets to one you know as time goes on and it will vary person to person context to context but the spirit of the letter will remain the same so never will god reveal a mystery to me that will contradict his word no never will he reveal a secret to me that will contradict his written word no in fact whatever he reveals to me i will find confirmation in it several places in the scripture it is when I find that confirmation in the scripture that I know that it is of him. So Job 12, 12, this is Job saying, he reveals mysteries from the darkness and brings the deep darkness into light. This one, I had an experience with this recently. Very closely related to it is Luke 8, 17, when he says, nothing secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. When God wants to reveal something, he just brings it into the light. And sometimes he brings the deep darkness into the light for that purpose. And if there are human beings involved in that deep darkness, the first thing they do is they flee for their lives. They flee. He reveals mysteries from the darkness. Ah, he's he's an excellent God. It's amazing that it's Job that actually said this. So Job was in himself actually a prophet. He really, really walked with God. Because this is very true. Like I said, I had a personal experience with this recently. So Psalm 25, 14 says, The friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him, and he makes known to them his covenant. Again, that's what I'm saying. God has friends. And this is David talking about it. Of course, he knew. He was a man after God's heart. And he says, It is for those that fear him. So it is a friendship that is born from a healthy reverence, a very spiritual reverence for God. It's not friendship because you come every day and say, Oh God, I love you. And I, because I, I pay lip service to him. I, I honor him with my lips, but my heart is far from him. No. 
It's because like David, my heart is with him, or like Abraham, I'm sold out to him. And I'm ready to sacrifice all, which is exactly what David, Abraham did. So about bringing this to a close, Daniel 2.22 said, It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. He was describing God here. A very good description. He says he's the one that reveals the profound and hidden things. I described the, um, you know, my my the revelations that God gave me on, you know, the insights and awareness that God gave me on the parable of the tears, which I shared around yesterday. I called it a profound spiritual awareness. I don't know if it is that same way for you, but I pray that if it is not, I pray that God will give you an experience. <laughs> that will make it as profound for me as it was for you because I honestly believe that every child of God needs to come to the inward realization of what that parable means while we're on earth not when we're in heaven because in heaven the meaning of it it doesn't matter because by then it is only good seed that will be there but I think the quality of our life our fellowship with God with the brethren the impact that we'll be able to make on earth will be significantly um energized when we come to the knowledge or spiritual awareness of what Jesus was trying to teach us or warn us about in the parable of the tears. It is he who reveals the profound and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. Jeremiah 33 to 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know. So the secret things belong to God. Nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. But these things God has revealed to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. And the Lord will not do anything without revealing his secrets to his servants, the prophets. So we thank you, Lord, for loving us enough and for protecting us and for being you know, ever present with us and warning us from the evil that is present and that which is to come. And for giving us the great and mighty, awesome power of the Holy Spirit indwelling and all the angels guarding around us, the hosts of heaven, standing on our behalf, enabling us to reign in life, victorious through you, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the highest. I thank you, Father Lord, for your presence over my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, may your name be ever glorified in all that I say and do. All of you, Lord, and none of me. I worship you, monarch of the universe. You are the keeper of my soul. You are the owner of my life. I submit everything unto you. I surrender all. I worship you, Lord, as the Lord of heaven, as the God in whose hand there is power, there is might. No one can withstand you. Thank you, Lord, because unto us it is given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. 